Wait, wait, let me clean my camera. That shit, oh. that shit buggy. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Sorry, on. starting. Just oh, clean, clean real quick. Yeah, John, you were supposed to say before we started. Uh, should be starting now. I'm going to double check, though, you guys. We are live, but let me check and make sure we are, everything is good. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. All right, we're good. <laughs> we're good. Yo, everybody, welcome to the CryptoLogic channel. My name is John, and my mission here in this channel is to make crypto as logical as possible. Today, we are here with episode 209. It's been a couple months since we did a CryptoLogic podcast, and we're going to have some amazing, jam-packed content for you guys today. Um, so, I have some special guests today, my good friends. The top of the screen, we got Crypto Ralphie. Shout out to Crypto Dojo. Middle of the screen, the long hair, Cape Crusader. We got Crypto Sage. Let's go. <laughs> Marshmallow Dudes King. How you guys doing, bro? Let's go. Let's go. Vibing, How about you, Rafi? We vibing. We're in here doing amazing, amazing. It's Friday, weekend ahead. Even though every day is the same for me, but I'm excited, man. Good stuff. I think, we're, I think we're all doing amazing after making that big call on AI. Yes. Yes. My voice cracked. But yeah, you know, this is a live. <laughs> it did crack. It did crack. No. Yes. <laughs> Yo, but yeah, this is a live podcast, so you know we're not waiting for anybody to join. Um, this is gonna be replayable on the channel. We are gonna clip up a bunch of you know clips and post it, and you'll see them everywhere: TikTok, YouTube. You'll see them everywhere. Shorts, but yeah, let's just get into it, man. So, what's up? How you guys been doing? What you guys been up to? TikToking. <laughs> we've been building. We've been building. We've been um. We've been working, investing. Doing our research, I mean, we just came up pretty nice on AI. We called AI, I think about like a year ago. Rafi called AI last year, February. With receipts. We're, yeah, he got receipts. And right now, Proof. I mean, AI is the narrative. It's the biggest thing in the market right now, right? We've seen, a, we've seen a AGIX go up nearly 900% in the last 90 days. So AI is taking over. AI is definitely taking over. And if you if, if you guys would have been following us on TikTok here, you would have you would have been new about this, which is crazy. In the, in the dojo, we did a whole research paper on Singularity Net. I think the date was 219. So we're coming up on a year. But I have been talking a little bit about it before that. But imagine buying Singularity Net a year ago to the price mm -hmm. it just ran up to. Um, I saw that narrative coming ahead of time, even though I'm not the biggest fan of AI, I see the narrative and I follow the money. So it was an easy decision for me. I mean, we were talking about it when, when AGIX was about four to five cents and it ran wow. all the way up to 65 cents. That's a, I mean, if, if, you know, if people would have got in, saw our videos, that's a shit ton of money you would have made on that narrative, Yeah, which is crazy. Now, my question, my question to you guys, like, I kind of want to get your thoughts on it. Like, um, John, wh what is your like? What do you think about AI? Like, do you think are we still gonna pump, or is it, or is this it? 
You know, honestly, <clears throat> my voice keeps cracking. Me. <laughs> honestly, a little, a little cracky there. Huh? No, honestly though, honestly though, I think AI is a narrative, right? Um, I think right now, as it stands, a lot of the tokens aren't gonna have real utility, except maybe like VXV. I think that's one that I've done research on in the last bull run, right? So a couple years now. But in regards of the whole space of AI, I think that it's a hype trend. Right. But that that does mean you can make money. Right. It, people it's proven in the last, I'd say, what, two weeks, maybe a month that you were able to make money. If you invested at least 30 days ago, you would have made some money. Right. And now it's already kind of going down. But we know that in the in the Web 2 verse, Google rushed to get into AI because they're threatened by Microsoft and the fact that they can get wiped out or their business can get substantially hit or tarnished because of ChatGBT. And we've seen ChatGPT. what ChatGPT was released what, in November. It, it took a little while to pick up, but now what is it? It's like over capacity, right? A little so, while to pick up. They had oh, over oh, over yeah, a million had, users. Yeah, five million. Well, it was what was it? Five million. A users? million users in the first five yeah. days. The quickest to reach a million. But virality wise, it, it blew up quick. It blew up quick, but but virality worth, wise, to where it's worth a ton of billions of dollars. Where it took a lot of companies. Yeah. Years and years to get to that evaluation. Yeah. Th that, what I mean, what I mean is, in regards of just the average person that doesn't know anything about that, now knows about ChatGPT, right? So, initially, the people who are in the tech space, people who who are in aware of social media, etc., they're gonna that it, it funneled that amount of people. But I'm talking about at this point right now, it's hitting you know grandmas and you know kids, little kids, like people that in school they're banning it, right? Because students are using it. So, like, principals are talking about it. Like, it's getting to the average person. That's what I mean where it is now. And that's the same thing with the metaverse, right? How the metaverse, if you're in crypto or if you're in the know, if you're part, you know, if you're in the know, you you kind of know, right? But in regards of where it's going, I think it's a hype trend, and we're still a few years out from it. And I think that AI is the biggest narrative that's going to be around when the bull run comes back. So when the bull run comes back around, I think AI token is going to be, AI tokens are going to still be prevalent, but not because of its utility or anything like that, just because of the hype. I think it is going to be its utility. Yeah, this uh, early? Yeah, already? Yeah, crypto? of course already. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Crypto? Yes, you gotta, already. You got to look at it like this. You got to look at it like this, right? Mm -hmm. There's demand for it. When, there's, when, 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 when people are using it and it's at capacity where people can't use it anymore, and if you notice, right, it's at capacity – during school and work hours, yeah. meaning people in school and work are using ChatGPT. There's demand for it. So if there's demand for it, and why, and, and that's why big companies like Google are just running for it and throwing money at it, like Microsoft. They see the potential yeah, because they see demand behind it. So for me, when I when I see a small pump, like almost 900%, right? I think it was 897%. That doesn't even compare to what, what even happened to the metaverse. The metaverse pump was 6,000%. Yeah, we're, that, right? that's what I'm saying. We're not in a uh, bull, uh, bull yeah, market. Yeah, we're not in a bull. We're not even yeah. in a bull market yet, right? So just think about it. That's and, what I'm saying. When the bull run comes, that's when we'll see the real gains. Like, this is nothing. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I, I agree. So this, we're still this, right now, from... this is nothing. And, but I think AGIX has to be one of the better ai cryptocurrencies on the market due to it like being the the ai hub go ahead rafi i know you can get into that so agix is a marketplace where anybody that wants to get into any type of ai technology 
reaches out to Singularity Net to pretty much get the service from them, right? They're the ones that are selling, I don't know if you want to call them like the robot parts or whatever it is that they're trying to do with AI. Like they're the hub. They're the they're the heartbeat of everything else that's going to involve AI technology because they are the marketplace that people are going to reach out to to purchase whatever it is that, that they need, if that makes sense, right? Um, I'm more interested. I, I, I've never been the biggest fan of AI. I think I was born in the wrong era. However, I want to get, let, let's change it up a little bit. This is a question that I don't think that any of us have covered, right? When it comes to AI, we know that AI is going to get involved in the NFT space and we're involved in the NFT space, right? What is, what is that going to look like? And, and, and I'm not talking about AI art. I'm talking apart from AI art. Do you guys see any involvement of AI in the NFT space other than just the art? Yeah, that might be I, a tough question to answer. But look at look at look at what Alicia AI is doing right now, where they're bringing yeah, your yeah the personality pods. You're right. Yeah, they're bringing your NFTs to life, so you're able to give utility. Your, yeah, that's which is crazy. That's that's utility. You're bringing your utility. NFT and giving it a personality. Now your NFT can you can communicate with your NFT. As crazy as that sounds, imagine communicating with your NFT and your that's NFT much. communicating back with you. That's the that's the power of AI, right? And that's how you can really utilize AI in the NFT space. And you can do it so dude, AI is to me another wave coming after it, right? But I think AI is going to be here for a while. And AGIX is just, for it being the the marketplace for AI, meaning all these companies that are building AI projects are going to have to use AGIX and their platform, right, to sell to other people. It, it's, come on. That's, that's why I think, that's why AGIX for me is the biggest AI token there's, there's other market. great projects there's other great projects that i don't know <laughs> there are yeah there are Fetch, if john if john wants to uh chime in there before before i move on and talk about some other projects but john do you see anything in the nft space being affected either negatively or positively when it comes to ai i mean i i think it's just subjective because i've seen some ai art right if it, when it comes to creation and creators I've seen some AI art that looks really cool, and I've I think I've shown shown Sage some, and I, I don't know if I showed you any, but it has to do with like you know just the creative mind that people can't. Some people can't creatively make those <laughs> creations with their you know with their hands. Okay, so since you touched on the art, do you think that that takes away from actual artists? <sighs> I don't. I I think I don't think so. I think there's enough space for there's enough room for for people that like it. And enough room for people that don't like it to, you know what I mean, to, to be able to consume it and then not consume it. It doesn't affect, I don't think it's going to affect real art because real art is always going to be fine because it, it, you know what I mean? Art is subjective. Some people may see something very valuable True. in one and then that same, per another person can see that same art piece and not like it at all. That's you know? true. So It is subjective. I'm, I'm going to stick with the actual artist. I do feel like it takes away a little bit. And that, that's just a personal opinion. Uh, I do think it takes away a little bit from from actual artists and and mm. their work. Um, Unless they're just blatantly copying someone else's work and everything. Well, 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 about this, right? Now that AI is becoming something that is available to a ton of people, and if a lot of people are using AI technology to make NFT art, right? That means it's going to be a ton, a ton of it. 
yeah. in the marketplace, right? Like Which cryptos. is going to be oversaturated. So for the people, the real artists, the real artists, right? Stand you're not going to see that much of which that's going to make real art more valuable than AI, personally to me. So as as, as people see that negative kind of like, oh, it's going to take away, I think it's actually going to make real art more valuable in the long term. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you see what I'm yeah. saying, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whatever there's less of, whatever there's less of, it's more valuable. Whatever there's more of, like AI art, because... There, not that many, not that many people can can just create art like that, right? Yep. So that tool and pushing AI art out like that, it's going to make more more uh, traditional art more valuable. That's that's what I think. So I'm I'm, I mean I'm still extremely bullish on it. I'm I'm bullish, but I and I and I still I love AI art. It's it's still cool. It's still cool. But there's nothing better than traditional real art coming from a real artist, a creator. That is true. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean, that's Lady Token. Lady Token is watching. Um, real quick. All right. So I just want to talk about this real quick. Right now, AGIX is at 43 cents, right? Its all-time high was at $1.49. Real quick, I'll ask you guys in order. Like, what, Rafi, like, what do you think? Where do you think AGIX can hit this year? Realistically, price this wise. year, this year, yep. What's it at right now? It's at 43 cents, all time high was at a dollar 49. I'll give it at 65 cents. I'm not, I'm not gonna give a crazy number out this year. I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna give a crazy number. I'm gonna give a crazy I'm not, number. I'm what not. about you, John? What do where do you think AGIX can go this year? Hmm, give me a second. Let me just let me look at it. Real quick, take your time. Take your time. While while John's looking at it, that I can definitely the pump t- this year. Yeah, the pump was... this year, the highest. I, I, yeah, this... see, look at this chart right here. If you go to, um, yep. look at that. Right, it's a very nasty chart from when it started, from twenty eighteen. <laughs> That's one. But if you if you just if you kind of just do this, I feel like there's another one or two pumps left for this thing. If 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 it's not if it's actually legit, then I don't know where it can go. Right, in a sense. But in, in speaking of short term, going into the next bull run, Bitcoin having quantitative easing, all that good stuff that is lowering interest rates, right? Everything that's going to happen to boom the economy again. Um, I could see it going back to its all-time high and then obviously maybe doubling it. But um, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I think at least nine to, 14, would... nine to 15 months out, you can see that. Because so, all right. It has the cat. It has everything. It has everything lined up for it to do so. It's one of the first ones that people talk about when it comes to AI. So it has that on its side. So it's like the mm-hmm. central land and all that stuff, right? You you think you think about that when you think of metaverse, right? So this is one of those first tokens that everyone's going to refer to when the bull runs back and people are like, okay, what AI token should I get? You ever heard of AJX? It's going to be the first one that people run to. So I think off of hype alone, it can get back to all time high. Um, I think at least. Maybe two dollars, but are you are you talking about in the next like few months? He said this year. This year. This year. This year. I think I think AGIX can hit two dollars. Two dollars this year. Near its all time high, I think. I think a dollar, dollar fifteen. I think it'll pass its all time high. It's it's the market cap of it's so low, so it's not going to take that much money for it to really get there, right? Yeah. But I I honestly think this year for AGIX. 2023, I I could definitely see two dollars 
pie two dollars and forty cents. The narrative for me, I feel like the narrative is too strong, and there's there's way too much demand for AI, and I think uh, I think people are not seeing the demand for it. Where like I, like I had my wife today. Let me tell you a story. I had my wife literally come down the stairs, right, and say, "Hey, can you use that Chat GPT thing?" That's the that's just demand. That's demand. Like people. That's what I'm want saying. People that don't really pay attention to 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 <laughs> this type of stuff, technology, and they just live their lives. They they know about it. They Average know about it. That's people. what I'm talking about. Yeah. How five million people? Yes, five million users within like a week or whatever it was. The record was. Yeah, of course. There's there's a there's you know three point five billion people on um social media, but what I'm saying is when it hits your grandma, it hits. It hits your, you know, your dad, your uncle that doesn't really know it, like doesn't care about technology, the news or anything like that. And he and he knows about it. That's virality. That's legit. Like, that's, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. It's just demand. If you're Those average things people, take time. Those things take time. Adoption doesn't happen overnight. No, I don't I don't yeah, think when it comes Chet to Chet just beginning because Google's getting in the race now. Now it's now it's two big of, entities doing it. Billion dollar companies, billion dollar giants. Imagine every other company race, and they're racing. He, oh, I love these. Google raced to get this AI. And they cost money to their investors. Out, and they messed up. Yeah. They're racing for it. There's so much demand for it. They lost a hundred billion dollar uh, loss. They had hundred billion dollar loss. That's nothing for Google. Google I mean, it is actually. I'm not gonna say that's not. I'm not gonna say that's nothing for Google. That's that's like, it's a lot because <laughs> I think their stock dropped like eight percent, and that's a huge drop for Google. But yeah, um, Bard, it's called Bard. Yeah, it's called Bard. They did it. The only reason they did it was because obviously we know uh, Microsoft paid ten million. Billion. I mean, ten billion dollars to buy forty nine percent to buy the rights of forty nine percent of of ChatGPT, and then they integrated to their search engine, uh, Bing. So that you could now use Chat GPT on their search engine, Bing. Yep. But who the fuck uses Bing? Who uses Everybody Bing? Everybody uses Chat GPT. Look at VXV. Who VXV. uses Bing? Everyone thought VXV died, and it hit back. It went back to a dollar again, um, just four days ago. And look, look at where Google's it was. not going to sit around and 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 just because they failed on this, you think Google's not going to fix their things? Uh, let me tell you guys oh, a thing oh, or two oh, about Google. Of course, they, they definitely are. They're gonna fix it. They're gonna, they're gonna right. get it. Other companies, though, other companies are racing behind the scenes. Other companies are racing to make their own Chat GPT. There's always a thing to say about first to market in anything. We see it in the NFT space. We see it in the crypto space. We see it in the TikTok space for content creators. First to market <laughs> or early to market always makes a huge difference. Always. Hundred percent. Now I'll say this. I'll say this. VXV. We we called we we basically called this wave early. This AI wave we called it last year, right? VXV. Now I think there's another wave coming, but we're not going to talk about that to the very end of the video. So if you want to know what the next wave is, right? That I think is going to make people a ton of money. That's just my opinion. You just got to stay for the end of the video to see. All right, go ahead, John. VXV. Oh no, are we done yet? You, I'll let you finish. No, no, no I, I'm just saying, like, shit, I'm man, no, oh, I, vector space AI. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, vector space is um is uh one of my favorite holdings, but it it you know hit all time high is like sixteen bucks or something. 
a lot of people lost money, a lot of money from it. It, it, it was one of the you know sleepers in the bull run. Pumped a lot of people made money, a lot of people lost money, right? A lot of people held on to it, quant effect, thinking that it was gonna go hit a hundred dollars, whatever, right? So people were holding, and the thing just you know crashed, just like everything else. But I think this token right here is a, one of the biggest, not a biggest gamble, but a gamble that can you know pay off for you. With with kind of a minimal uh, amount of money to invest in, that's like my opinion on it. Like, you need like a, you know a couple hundred. It hits go back to all time high. You're you're in the thousands range now. So that if you think Wait, that, this this bad boy is at a market cap of thirty seven million. Yeah, look how many tokens it has forty seven million. Yeah, it's all time high this, sixteen dollars in peak bull run. So it went up gonna, to twenty dollars on KuCoin. I was yeah. there for that. I was trading it. So if if we're thinking the next bull run is supposed to be bigger than before, why? Because there's less BS in the market. Still a lot of BS in the market. But Luna's gone. FTX is gone. Right? Who knows well, we if Solana's going to come back? Who knows? It, right? There's a, lot of, there's a lot of money that can be flowing into a lot of these tokens. And I think that Vector Space has the, the community to get it back to where it was and maybe, maybe even more. Especially if we're in a two, two or three trillion dollar. Uh, they'll be all right, bro. They'll be all right. They got a good marketing scheme. Yeah. They, they'll be all right. Good a lot of people talk about them. Yeah, good yeah. partnerships. V VXV is gonna be fine. Yeah. Listen, I, I would say too, like for for VXV, man, thirty seven million dollar market cap. I mean, you can throw you can throw hundred, two hundred bucks in that, and that should go a long way. We'll go with a market cap like that. You don't even gotta go crazy. Um, what was that? Also, too, because you guys were just saying, I mean, the next bull market. Now you can see kind of how things are heating up right now with with AI, uh, not AI, but with uh, regulations and how now the SEC is coming after Kraken. What what is your thoughts around that? Who are you asking me or John? I'm asking everybody what you guys think. OK, so I'll, I'll answer that. I've been following this story a little bit, right, because. It's not a surprise to me. We know we knew that regulations are coming right now. A lot of people are saying that uh, the SEC is trying to ban staking. That's absolutely false. They're not trying to ban staking. They're trying to regulate staking. Right. And the basis of them trying to regulate it is they're trying to get these exchanges. And and so on. It's, it, it's starting with them making an example out of Kraken, but they want clarity for the inv investors. Right. The SEC's thing is always we're here to protect the retail investors. Right. Some of us don't believe that, but that's the narrative. And in that falls where now that they they're going after Kraken, they're going after them on the basis of Kraken doesn't clearly disclose the risk to staking. And they don't disclose certain things that the SEC wants that wants them to disclose to to the consumer. Right. So with all that being said. All these other companies are not doing the same, aren't doing that, right? And it was interesting because I uh, actually posted a video on my TikTok today. It was pretty much, uh, I think it was CNBC interviewing uh, Gary Gensler and asking him why they were going after um, Kraken. And it, they just said it was for those reasons. And then the interviewer asked, well, we we understand that that's all, this only works in the U.S., right? The the internationally, people are still going to be able to stake, and the interviewer goes, and you know, and do you see any problems arising with this and with people using VPNs? And then it it hit me right then and there. They know people use VPNs in the U.S. Um, 
But soon they're going to start cracking down on that as well. And I believe that 100%. If they're going to set regulations as to what is allowed and what is not, they're not going to leave certain things out, right? If they don't want you staking in the U.S. or using an exchange that's not regulated by the SEC in the U.S., you're not going to be able to do it, not even with a VPN. And if you do, if you do, because we see certain uh, circumstances where other industries are banned, but people use a VPN to be able to use it, such as like online gambling and whatnot. How, what's that going to look like? But pretty much the SEC is just trying to get these platforms to be, to have the proper guidelines and inform the end user of what's happening when they stake, whether that's crypto, whether that's an NFT, whether that's a coin token, anything that has to do with, crypto the other question that arrives and then i'll let somebody else uh chime in the other the other question that arrives is how how much control can they really have over DeFi? we obviously know that they could dig their hands into layer ones um but what about DeFi where there's no centralized ownership um what about DAOs? so there's a lot there's a the crypto the crypto nft space is still very young there's still a lot of things that are going to happen for a lot of years before we actually have a full format of how everything is going to work. But I think I ranted on enough about that. Yeah. Honestly. Why'd you say yeah, bro? What? what you think, Why'd John? you say yeah? You agreed with me? You just, I ranted too much, bro? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I was saying, like, yeah, like, like I, one thing I want to point out is, and you, I showed you guys earlier, is the SEC, right? They're, they're doing regulation via enforcement. So, them settling with or Kraken settling with them and having them remove their staking program, right? And paying a $30 million fine. Coinbase has said they're they're not gonna stop theirs and they're 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 saying that theirs is different. That's a whole nother, you know, path they're gonna go down. And we've seen in the past when the SEC goes after certain cryptos or exchanges or projects, protocols, whatever, you see the things that the the the, the other projects that line up with them cower. They either go, oh no. We're out, or we can't do what we're doing. They change, they pivot their whole direction. They change their project. So, like I, so I showed you guys uphold. Look what I went uphold. I'm a partner with them, and look, the guy. You sent showed me, us that today, right? Yeah. You showed us that today. What did I say? What did I tell you guys day. yesterday? He's gonna freak out. They're gonna freak out. Yeah. What did I tell you yesterday? They're not, they're not gonna this let him run He I told emailed the uphold. me. Yeah. I said it. Uphold is gonna. They're gonna go for uphold too. If you think they're gonna leave uphold out, especially with uphold selling XRP in the U.S. People in the U.S. are able to buy. You, what do you think? The SEC, the so, they're gonna upload yeah, emailed me what, saying to stop promoting the staking up? program that they offer. <laughs> Where? How is this going to like? What do you guys think? How, how is this going to affect the crypto, the crypto market, the crypto space? Is this going to have a negative impact, or is this going to have a positive impact? It's both, because people's emotions is negative, right? Short term negative, long term positive. Yeah, long-term positive. We've seen the likes of of Luna and Ave and their 20%, 30% that they were giving people, and then they, they lost everything. We've seen the likes of Time Wonderland. We've seen the likes of all these rug pulls that have happened. And, yeah, people want to be able to decentralize money, but us as humans, we're, we're, we're greedy. We take advantage of other people. We create shit coins, and we create false narratives and false yield. So then we need the big and good SEC to come in and save us. And unfortunately, when it gets to a certain point, 
What are we going to tell SEC, don't come save us? Because if they don't, FTX is another FTX is going to happen. Another Alameda Research is going to be able to use our funds to invest recklessly. We're going to see more Lunas happen. We're going to see more stable coins go to shit. So unfortunately, it's our own fault as humans. Yep. Uh, I mean, I agree. I mean, for me, I I see it as something very bullish um, for the crypto space. I see it as it. And I've said it before where it's just kind of like, and it's going to kind of sound, you know, messed up, but it's like basically wiping, you know, a ton of the shit out the market and making it, making the road clearer when it comes to investing. What, you know, bringing back, like, you, there's so many people investing into coins that have, that don't have utility. You know, there's a ton of shit coins, right? And there's a ton of coins, like you got like Chainlink. It's, it, you know, a great project, but that thing does not move. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that that boy does not move. I I really see it helping the coins that actually have utility, and and kind of that's for me. I just think it's 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 bullish long term. So I'm I'm really kind of leaning towards the like I'm I'm actually kind of happy about it. I think I'm I'm bullish on regulations. I'm I'm actually really bullish on regulations. I don't know how I feel 100 percent on regulations. Uh, I, like I know we need them because I've seen a lot of people get wrecked and I see mm-hmm. people to continue to get wrecked. And a lot of a lot of people take advantage of the system. And then at the same time, I see the crypto market turning into the stock space, the, the, the same thing as stocks. You're not going to see these big pumps like we've been seeing. If we get a 20 percent pump, a 10 percent pump in the crypto market after regulations, I'll be fucking surprised. It's going to turn into the stock market. Am I allowed to curse on YouTube lives? Um, yeah, I'm not monetizing it. So. All right, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I curse I, a lot I, and I can't help myself. Yo, I think it's too early though. I think Warp it's still it. very early. I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna be turning into the stock market very soon. I think we got to see it. Will. We're gonna see a lot of projects day. disappear. We're gonna see a lot of projects disappear. Where's that money gonna flow? Where's that money gonna flow into? Bitcoin, Ethereum, Fiat. XRP. People are gonna be scared. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, who you say? What are you saying, John? What? What were you just saying? You said XRP. The money's gonna flow in XRP. I think the money's gonna flow into XRP too. Like I, like I said, and and I and I say it here. I say it every live. If there's one coin, and I'm and I'm always gonna say it because if this happens, we could go back and watch this. If there's one coin that can surpass Bitcoin, and I think. There's a possibility that once the case with the SEC is over, I think XRP could definitely pass Bitcoin. As crazy as that sounds, as crazy as that sounds. Why does that sound crazy? XRP is number six, and it's the coin that is held back the most. So I'm saying, why is it? Why does that sound crazy? It sounds crazy to. I know when I say it is, I know it sounds crazy to a lot of people because a lot of people have an attachment to Bitcoin, but. Mm. For me, I, I really once XRP is 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 kind of like once the chains are are loose. I, for me, I think it's gonna. There's a possibility it could definitely pass Bitcoin. And if that I happens, see it passing oh Bitcoin. My God, I definitely see it passing Bitcoin, and it won't be such a big deal at all. Oh no, I think I don't see it I as think, a big deal. I think it's gonna shake up the space. It's that because because XRP. Doesn't even move with Bitcoin right now. XRP does its own thing. 
there's so many people that can't even buy XRP because they live in a certain place. Yeah. And it's number it, number six, holding up. It's Through holding steady. It never lost top 10, ever. Never, nope. never. So it's like, to me, and I hold I hold about over 100,000 XRP. There's banks that are ready, ready to take advantage of what XRP has to offer. <laughs> Even here in the States, Bank of America has stated several P- times that they're, will, they're already going to be, they're already implementing XRP for a competitive <laughs> advantage. They understand what XRP is and what XRP could do. And they're getting ready. So when that when that lawsuit's over, there's clarity and they're able to actually use XRP to to it's go. It's go time. And yep. that's just one of the things that's gonna happen. You're gonna have a lot more banks that are gonna jump on. Um yep. you're gonna see banks actually start sending it, start using it. And you're gonna see people in the US actually invest heavy into XRP. It's not even available on Coinbase. Everybody, everybody, ninety percent of crypto only knows how to buy crypto and, on Coinbase. And a, a good chunk is on Robinhood because of Dogecoin too. A lot of newer investors. So, it's it, it wouldn't be crazy for for me to see XRP surpass so, Bitcoin so, Rob, market cap. XRP could definitely pass Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I yeah. can see that too. I see it, man. I definitely see it. Um, I see it too. And that's the one thing when when oh, you see it too, right, John? Yeah. I the thing the thing is, I always try to expect the unexpected, right? When it comes to crypto, people just think things are just gonna happen the same every time. Every bull market's gonna be the same. Every bear market's gonna be the same. No, it's not. It's not. You gotta always expect the unexpected, especially with crypto. So. Something like that happening, I could definitely see XRP passing Bitcoin. Shit's gonna get real. It'll definitely shake XRP up the market. XRP would be eight dollars if it passed Bitcoin like tomorrow. <clears throat> That's current. You market. did market cap of yeah, market cap of. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, get, I mean, <laughs> so <laughs> the, for a lot of people that don't know, right? Because I know this is John's podcast. Even though Sage is the one asking questions. Yeah, I noticed too, guys. I know you guys noticed Sage running the the, the questions here. Yes, sir. Oh, he's, sorry. A mod- he's a moderator. <laughs> I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that. Sage took the lead. Sage took the lead. Sage is like, this is my podcast now. Look at me. Look at me. It's my I'm podcast. Cool with oh. that. But um, we're us anyway. three. We entered the the XRPL NFT space, right? And uh, a lot of people don't know that, right? So we came out with if, with an NFT project on the XRPL, uh, called X Sabers, mm-hmm. and um. The XRP L NFT space is still very, Look very, very young. It's still, it's still in the infantry stage of mm-hmm. what is possible on this side. There, there isn't even smart contracts for your NFT projects yet. Um, a platforms like Sologenic is now implementing SDKs where you could actually uh code the website so that people are able to mint from <clears> a website. Um, so we see it evolving. Obviously, we know the ETH space already has that. Solana space has already have that. But uh, we see the XRPL uh, <clears throat> NFT side growing, and it's it's exciting to see. Um, we also partnered with with SGS Sologenic Society, um, where they they have all these XRPL communities come together, all these projects come together, and the space is growing. The space is growing. So, Alex Sage, uh, Sage kind of is the head of the project, and and John. 
John as well. I'm the back end person. Um, I kind of try to get away from any type of work, to be honest. But uh, <laughs> I have to babysit them all day. Here, so <laughs> listen, to this. We're still on why did why did we choose why did we choose XRP? We wanted it right now. The XRP NFT space is very untapped, right? So it's 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 still very small right now. And we wanted you want to get into things early. Right now, we're all building here very, very early, right? So just imagine, just imagine when the bull run comes back. Just imagine when XRP, right, wins the case with the SEC. And now all eyes are on XRP. And then people find out, oh, wait, XRP has NFTs? What? And then they go to Sologenic, right? Now they're looking at these NFTs they've never seen before because they've been stuck in ETH. They've been stuck in these other blockchains. Wait till what that do you moment think comes. Is happen? The, the, the adoption is going to be absolutely insane when this massive wave of people come over to the XRP side and start going crazy, buying up, trying to figure out what are these projects, what are these communities. And now you have a big community like SGS there, a foundation that everybody wants to be a part of. It's it's going to be crazy, I personally think. And that's why I, I decided to definitely move our, our project Xaver to the X, XRPL. Because it's it's fresh. It's still brand people new. Don't, people don't know XRP has NFTs. The amount of people that we hear every day say, oh, wait, XRP has NFTs? I've never seen NFTs on XRP. Would, that's how you know funny. you're early. It's funny because we didn't even know that. John was the one that introduced us to that. We're like... Completely honest, we're content creators, we're crypto content creators, and we didn't know. So if we didn't know, how many people out there really don't know that XRP actually has a a a full-on NFT community? They have several platforms from Sologenic to Xmart to XRP Cafe. It's it's a whole ecosystem that's starting out. And it's like, it's like not- this. It's like this. It's like an underground tunnel system that you don't know about. It's a secret cave that nobody knows that, that that that's going on. It's an underground city that you're not hearing about. And only the people like us that go search for these kind of things, we learn about shit like this. And now that we're here, I can definitely foresee it taking over. For me, I could definitely see XRP taking over this shit. That's what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Once XRP makes a big move like that, once they win the SEC... Just think of all the eyes, all the people flooding over, <laughs> learning about it. What do you think happened to Ethereum? What do you think happened when, when people found out about OpenSea and they just started buying ETH NFTs? They were just buying anything. They I, didn't bought, even some, know I bought some ETH uh, NFTs on OpenSea and not knowing what I was doing. I just bought them just because they look cool. But, but I, I, that's, I just wanted that's to be a part of it. <laughs> that was the narrative at the time. That was the narrative at the time. So now when the, when the, when the switch flips... And everybody's coming to XRP and holy shit, they got they got NFTs over here. Who's here? Who's here first? We, us. That's how you want to do it. The same way we got into AI early, the same way the same way we got into AI early before anybody was talking about it is the same way we're in XRPL, the NFT side. We're early. So if you're listening to this, what? now's the time to jump in before the wave comes. What do you like That's all I gotta so say. far about the XRPL? Uh, NFT space. Are you? Is that a comment you're reading? No, I'm asking. I'm just asking you. Oh, uh, what'd you say, John? What do you guys like about the NFT space? In, in XRP? I, 
I like I like that it I like that it feels like an underground society. I like that it it feels exclusive. I like that I know about it and not that many people know about it. And I like that it's a very very strong and dedicated community. You know what I mean? Like you don't see things like this built in other blockchains. You're only seeing this on the XRP side. And that's what I think is interesting. I feel like I'm a part of a secret fucking society. And I love that. A buzzword. There's a buzzword there. People are not going to like my answer. What is it? Huh? That people are not going to like my answer. Hit it. You can say it. I, that's how I feel. When you got to remember, these NFTs, these NFTs are like VIP cards. You got to think of it as these, they're like VIP cards. You got to, if, if you want to be with us, you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to join the society. You gotta be a part of SDS. You gotta, Hello. you gotta. I, I don't know. I don't want to get too crazy. I don't want to destroy the mystery or anything like that. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> well, now's the time. Want to get tell, it early? What, 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 Ralphie's gonna say something, right? Go ahead. What is? So SDS? I'll answer the question. What is? SDS? I'll answer the question. I'll answer the question. What do I like so far about the XRPL <laughs> NFT space? Uh, I like that I don't have to deal with the ETH and Solana guys. Mm-hmm. Primarily Solana <laughs> people, in my opinion. What you no, like what? the Solana people? No, the Solana I said, people. I said primarily not having to deal with Solana people. There's some good. Dude, the, people. they're the most immature. Yeah, and, and I don't they like know how Solana. to have fun. If they know how to have fun. I'm not gonna take anything away from them. I don't like it. There's it's some good ETH people though. There's some good ETH community. But I want to say. Good ETH I want to say this. Hold on. Let me say this. You this for the Solana people for the XR for the for the Ethereum people. You are all welcome to come to the XRPL side. You guys are all welcome to SGS. But I'm, now's I the time. I want Rafi to explain SGS. Let's, Rafi's good at, you know what I'm saying? Why you want me to explain it? I, all right, I can explain Cause, cause, cause I can you explain. had the most raw experience for it. So, yeah, yeah I could explain SGS. So, SGS was introduced to us, to me and Sage, uh, by, by John. John already had an XRPL NFT project. XRP family, so shout out to XRP family. Yes, sir. He had a radio community. He partnered up with SGS. Me walking into SGS, I was like, no, no, I'm very, I'm, I'm always like, we don't need anybody. Like, I could go to war by myself. Like, I'm always the the oddball out, like the hard headed person, right? That's just, it's just why I, I think everybody already understands that. So we walk into SGS. First of all, everybody was super welcoming. It was a, it was a, a nice welcome, which kind of caught me off guard. And uh, first person I meet was Illy. Sayuru was already in there conversating with them. And I'm trying to actually understand what SGS was, right? So pretty much what SGS is, it's, 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 so it stands for Solo Genesis Society, right? Um, they're the first group that really, community that came together to support XRPL NFTs on Sologenic, the platform. So, um, it's a community of, of, of NFT lovers, XRP lovers that came together to support certain projects that want to work with them and build this community that everybody looks out for each other. Everybody was super nice. It was hard for me to like build a wall because I was, it was easy. It felt right. And, um, that was my experience with, with, with walking into SGS, like the preliminary yeah, that was walking through the door. Yeah, I wanted to you know get your perspective because I have spoken about SGS uh, on my like YouTube channel, like previous videos, and to say it again, like for me, you know, starting my project, 
literally not knowing, like having artwork, having an artist, right, create artwork for me and having an idea of what I want to do with the project, um, not really knowing where where to go or what to do, I stumbled across uh, SGS, landed in their Discord. A few people in there knew who I was from TikTok, and it made it, and it started, that's when I met Ilya, that's when I met a lot of people, and, and from there, they kind of taught me how to launch the project successfully and kind of like, hey, this is how you do it. This is what you do. Um, shout out to Zep. He's the one that also, uh, you know, put me on in the space in a sense of how to, you know, navigate it, right? So um, launching the project, we were able to sell out in the first hour via, you know, and it was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. And that's why I had to reach out to you guys because I know you guys had a, a NFT project where you guys didn't know, like, well, Sage at least, right? I don't know if Ralphie was in the early discussions with um, X Sabers or, or anything, but um, I know you guys had that bet. But I know that that project was parked, not knowing what blockchain you guys wanted to move on from, because I know that the Ethereum, everything in Solana was getting like toxic. So that's why I just, you know, reached out to you guys, like, yo, this space, this is this is where you guys need to be. Check it out, you know. And 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 you know, history was written. You know, Sage joined that SGS, started meeting with everybody, mingling with everybody. And from there, where we are now, we partnered with them. You guys partnered with them. Well, collectively, we all partnered with them. We're helping them with the content. It's been a fun ride. I think it's only beginning. It's a great community full of people that really are passionate about NFTs. They, they, they support and they really want to grow the space together. And I think that it's going to happen with all of us there. You know, and that's, you know, that's my experience. I agree. I agree 100%. I agree. I think... <laughs> SGS is definitely going to take over. I see it. I see it going crazy, man. I see it going crazy the Everybody way it's going. Everybody talking right. about SGS. Shout out to Zerb. Shout out to Nando. Illy. Egberts. <clears throat> so many people to shout out. Snake. So, Lee Token. Hey, you know. I know I'm missing a lot of people. <laughs> I can't even see the comments or anything right now, but. Oh, your comments? Hold on. Let me see. SGS. <laughs> Now that, uh, what was I going to say? Like, I mean, got me brain farting over here. Jeez, Don. <laughs> no, it's Ron, right. you okay. We've been on for 45 minutes, you know, and, uh, you know, nervous. I, I just you think, no, no. I think about, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I mean, we also have our project X Sabres. Yes, yeah, talk about X Sabres, yep. On XRPL, which is basically going to be Discord combining web two. What? What you said, John? Link to the Discord is in the description. To, to yeah, so the, so it's basically go ahead. We're, so we're gonna be combining Web two with Web three, right? Like like you've never seen before. We're gonna be building a business, a manga industry business, mm -hmm. right? Where we're gonna be building an entire manga and then eventually going to animation, mm -hmm. and then hopefully we could take that animation to Netflix. We have the now on the Web three side. On the Web3 side, John could definitely explain that because that's his favorite part when yeah. it comes to the actual utility yeah. and using the NFTs to fight. So go ahead, honestly, John. Honestly, the Web2 uh, space, I, I feel like you kind of just mentioned it briefly. We do have connections to that side, right? The animation, um, Netflix, YouTube animated series. We have our artist has worked with Marvel Comics, right? There's a lot more there. Our, our main artist is also an actor, so he has connections to that side. The manga, we're going to have an actual, you know, physical item that members can, you know, holders can and acquire, the public can buy. 
that 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 is a physical entity of the project, something you can physically own in the Web two space, the manga comic, right? And from the manga comic, that's gonna grow into the YouTube show, the Netflix show, right? The pitch for the script, everything like that we can do that's endless. And I've shown you guys examples of small projects, small stories being seen by big corporate people or someone with um, you know, pockets wanting to turn into a film adaption, wanting to turn it into a show adaption. That's hap that's happened constantly in the uh entertainment business right now, right? The new Fresh Prince of Bella show, the new one that's on Peacock, whatever. Was inspired by a YouTube video. A guy made a YouTube, a thirty-minute YouTube video about how he wishes that Fresh Prince could be like this, and they, Will Smith saw it and funded it and made a show based out of it. Two seasons, signed two seasons for that, and like changed that guy's life off of a YouTube video that he shot with like iPhones and just regular cameras. So, and there's countless, countless stories of that, and that's like, you know, just tip of the iceberg of what we can do with the Web two funding the Web three, and the Web three is a whole nother game because. Now, most people, when you buy an NFT, you just look at it. You're looking at it. It's in your wallet. You put it as your profile picture, right? Um, obviously, there's people that offer rewards and offer things like that. We, we are not directly in that lane. Our lane is with that NFT, you can use it. You can build it. You can make it better, right? And now you can battle with it against another person's NFT. And now when you win, you're earning something. So now you feel accomplished. Now you feel like, man, I, that's a good investment that I got for this, uh, pay for this NFT, right? Our first tournament, I don't know if I should say this, should I say this on, out loud, on the live? Yeah. Uh, we, we yeah, our first tournament, the first season one winner is going to win 1000 bucks, Not 1000 XRP, $1,000. That's like, you know, three, what is it? 3500 XRP, right? To one person. And they could win that with their NFT. But our... You have to build a strong NFT, or you have to have you know got got one of the good Genesis collections, or or win one in an auction. Right, it's the first tournament, so you have time. So that aspect being in an empty space is not yet seen to where it's there. There's no promise of of something that's un you know unsustainable. This is sustainable based on you and how far you want to go. If you want to win constantly and win free XRP in a sense, you can do that, right? But you know that there's the whole landscape of it relies on the booster packs that we're releasing so you're going to be able to buy booster packs to build your character so the 100 characters that we have is like you're starting pokemon right you have that fully built character if it's if you got a good strong one you can ride with that for a minute but if you got a pretty weak one but you have you have opportunity to go and buy these packs and build your custom x saber to use the battle against someone else's x saber and now if your custom x saber beats their one that they bought what are they going to have to do? They either take the loss and keep losing, or they know, like, man, I got to upgrade mine or make a better one. And now that's the yep. fun. That's the game. Now, now it's fun because now everyone has a fair shot. So I mean, we talked about a scenario that might happen in the tournament where you – when we get to the tournament, you could bring three of your strongest X-Sabers to the tournament, yep. right, if you make it there. Now, if if the other person doesn't have three X Sabers and he only has one, you got to think, right? Like that, the chances of winning are slim. That's why it's very important to yeah. to start looking right now. Check out the stats. Start building your X Sabers team. We got zero, apart to zero whale of the community that has probably built one of the strongest X Sabers teams I I've seen. 
He <laughs> hands down, this man is not playing when he comes to this tournament. I already know he's bringing everything with him. So it's very important if you make it to the tournament to at least have more than one X Saber so you could at least stand a chance against someone like Zero. You got Snake, you got Medicated Mind, you got there's so many people that you you, you want to be prepared for because they're gonna be coming strong, man. They're gonna be they're trying to win. Zero walking into that, to that battle, bro. Zero, this is zero. <laughs> the utility the utility is fun man i think it's gonna be exciting and also we have i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what it is but we're also gonna have raid bosses right where you'll be Ooh. able to actually team up with other x sabers to fight one boss now if you guys are able to actually beat this boss You'll be rewarded XRP and other things as well. Now, that raid boss is only going to be up for 48 hours. So it's not something that's going to be up the entire time. It's not going to be just a whole week with that raid boss. Only 48 hours. If you can't beat that raid boss in 48 hours, that's it. He goes bye-bye until John brings him back. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, it's exciting. x Sabers is... Definitely one of the most ambitious, funnest projects I've been a part of. Um, I think having John and Ralphie, it's it's amazing. John's crazy mind and how he just structures all this. Ralphie keeps everybody in line and organized because we're very unorganized. <laughs> so it's it's a I think it's a good team. I think we have a good team here, and it's just it's gonna get crazy because that game is gonna get done very very soon. Yes, and when it gets done, shit, it's gonna get crazy. It's gonna be awesome. It'll be multiple games. The first version of the game is coming out in like a couple weeks, and we're gonna have. So, what is the first version? What is the first version? Rumble. Yeah, it's the battle royale, rumble royale, similar. So, yeah, with the first version, you'll be able to actually bring all your X sabers to fight. So, if you got 10, 20 X sabers, you could bring them all to fight, and it's gonna increase your chances of winning. And that's how we're going to structure and there's the a tournament. Cool, there's there's a have... cooldown structure on this on the first version. So there's two modes. One that there's no cooldown mode. It's kind of, it's kind of like practice in a sense. Uh, mm -hmm. More more open game. And the second one, when is the, the the more serious one, you can't use the same uh, character over and over and over again. There's a cooldown effect to it. So that's why having multiple, like someone that can use it and they win, like oh I'm gonna win again. Nope, you gotta wait. There's a cooldown mode on your NFT. So you got to wait until you enter back in again. That's the first version. There's going to be more where you can enter all of them in at the same time and and, and go through and, and try and, you know. But the first version is is, is, is going to be super hectic. I think it's going to be crazy. The good thing about our project is that we're building. We have great utility already. Like, we have amazing utility already, and we're building utility as we go. And some of the ideas that we've been throwing out have been kind of getting us exciting. Getting us exciting. Getting us excited. Um, Excuse me for that. But, uh... Yeah, I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm ready. I, I see. I see other other people jumping on board soon. And now that we're actually talking about the project, because we we did the project, the art was done. We we launched the project, and we didn't really market the project. We kept it yeah. kind of in house, and and we haven't really spoken too much about you know the utility of the project, what's actually going on. People love anime. People love the this 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 new wave of cyborg 
anime and that's that's what we're leaning towards right and yeah that that's about as much as i'm going to say there's a lot more info that's going to be coming out about x sabers and we're going to be talking about it a lot more we're going to be talking about sgs um and their partners um but yeah like i said our focus is is x sabers we're going to grow our community we want to see you guys enjoy this ride. Uh, we don't see a, a a clear destination here, even though we're doing nine seasons. We are doing this is something that we still got to touch on, right? We're doing nine seasons of X Sabers, um, but we'll we'll talk a little bit more about all of that soon. Yeah, and the upcoming podcast will definitely speak more about what's going on, how it's structured, what we have planned, um, about the nine seasons, what's going to make every season different. We'll go into why did we choose the anime web two route. Why, why anime, right? We're definitely going to, we're going to get into all those things. Um, I would say before we, before we wrap it up though, going back to crypto, where do you guys see Bitcoin going? Um, short term, it's going to long, long term over the this year, the, this year, the bottom you, is 12, 12, five. The bottom is 12, five for me, 13, between 12, five and 13, five is the bottom. But I see us comfortably going under seventeen five between sixteen five and seventeen five. All right, cool, Ralphie. What about you? I don't, I don't work like that, bro. I don't throw numbers out there. Keep in mind, I'm a technical analysis guy. I look at the chart. I wait for key levels to break. Once that level breaks, I'm looking at the next key support or next key resistance, right? So for me to just tell you, oh, it's gonna go to twelve k or it's gonna go to ten k, it's gonna go to four k or whatever the people want to say, um, that's not how I work, um. I would need to see it, see it go at least under 15.7, 15.6, where we initially touched earlier in the year uh, to kind of see something on the chart that might let me know we might go lower. I know there's some key levels at 13.7. I see a key level at 11.6. Um, you know, and like I said, I, I need to see certain levels break. Like, for example, if we break 11.6 and I could look at the next uh, key support, whatever falls under that. So it's it's hard for me to see where to say where it is that I see it go. If I have to give you guys a number, anywhere at fourteen five to thirteen two range, it, and I don't even like to say that. Rafi said, "I'm not gonna give a number. Give a number." <laughs> I mean, I mean, you yeah, because I know that's what you want. I know, I know that's what you're looking for. I know that's what you're looking for. But coming from me. <laughs> The guy that's looking at the charts and trade day trading, it's not something that I that I do. I don't price predictions. They a where where it's at. Ralphie's uh, price prediction <laughs> technically fourteen five. <laughs> so four, so fourteen thousand dollar Bitcoin basically. Yeah, I don't see this. Twelve this, five. This. Twelve thousand five hundred. Unless there's a huge catalyst in the market, something happens with USDT. I mean, look at everything that happened with FTX, and we still didn't see Bitcoin drop under fifteen seven or fifteen six, whatever that number is. And that was mm -hmm. FTX and Alameda Research. We had Luna, which was even bigger than FTX. Thanks. It couldn't do it. So what's what's me? What's gonna lead me to believe something like that? What happened? It had to be some crazy catalyst. USDT. Or maybe even the economy. Be, the economy uh, crashes completely. Other than that, that's what I think is going to happen. The economy is going to is going to uh, tumble really bad. Let's see. Let's definitely see. I like I said. I've been saying. I've been holding true. I think twelve thousand dollar Bitcoin is possibly in the works for this year. I'm clipping that. I love my answer. Clip that it was up. a long. Clippity clip clip. I'll send you guys a video. But uh, we've been hitting it for an hour now. 
Um, man, that was a good podcast, you guys. I, I was, you know, it's been a while since we did a podcast together uh, on this channel. Um, shout out to everybody that's, you know, watching right now and oh. whoever's going to watch later, right? Shout out to the community of S, uh, SGS. Shout out to the community of X Sabers. Shout out to the XRP family community. Shout out to the CryptoLogic community. Shout out to the Crypto Dojo community, right? Shout out to all the community, the TikTok community. We're just beginning. You guys are not ready for what's to come, okay? The amount of influence that we're going to bring to the XRP side is inevitable. People are waiting. They don't know about the XRP NFT space. They're going to come, and we will dominate. We are going to dominate. I'm pumped. Let's go. I got a meeting. I got to get to, boys. Meeting. It's a meeting. All right, guys. Peace. Peace. Peace.